0: Hey there, I'm Christopher Dorabeck, the Dorabek Insider, and welcome to GovLoop's Dorabek Insider, where we focus on six words, helping government do its job better, and today we're continuing our conversations with looking at the stories that shaped 2015 and what they mean for 2016, and joining me is Tom Foggs, who is, of course, Vice President of Leadership and Innovation for the Partnership for Public Service, and Tom, we were talking before, but really two big things uh, that, that I, I think really helped define this year. One certainly is is the budget agreement. We, we were teetering again, is there gonna be a shutdown? And everyone's, uh, it seems like, uh, uh, came, to, came to their senses. And at least we have stability for a period of time, right?
1: I think that's right. Um, you know, there's, there's you know, sadly still the threat of a shutdown. Right. Um, but but, but <laughs> there's you know, always, but,
0: that feels like a constant these days. <laughs> it
1: does, but but at least there's a little more certainty than perhaps has been the case in the past. And I think for leaders in particular, Um, I think this represents an opportunity to do some longer range planning than perhaps has been the case in the past. And so because a threat of a shutdown or sequestration or, you know, whatever the issue may be has been sort of a constant on the minds of many, um, I think folks have have naturally been forced into short-term thinking. What's it going to look like for the next three months, the next six months, whatever the, the term of the continuing resolution is? And I think now it's really incumbent upon leadership, especially once we pass December 11th and, and have some some real certainty there is, is to engage in some of the longer range strategic thinking that needs to occur, especially with a president, presidential election on the horizon in 2016. You really want to both, you know, sort of finish this administration strong, but then also prepare for the new incoming politicals uh, who, will, who will be taking office in in 2017. Now, now's the time to do it, and you've got to be thinking about it in a strategic long-range sense, not just a three to six-month sense.
0: And these things, it seems to me, are so important just because um, it, 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 how, how does one manage an organization where you're going from, um, it, it feels like paycheck to paycheck, right? It's it, You can't run these big systems, which government has big systems um, and big programs, they just they can't be run effectively that way and my concern always has been uh, my mother always used to say be careful what you get good at and and unfortunately <laughs> feds have gotten good at being able to do that and and it means that you aren't focusing on other things on on really making you know get, getting these programs so they're performing the way that we that we want and and I think most people outside of our world don't fully recognize that or appreciate that
1: you're, you're right. I mean, the way the system is currently operating, it, it, it almost, um, in some respects, guarantees poor performance, if not outright dysfunction. And to your point, be careful about what you get good at. There's a conditioned response then um, that says, I've got to be focused on the short term. I've got to be, you know, uh, you know, protecting ourselves, preventing ourselves from making, you know, too big an investment of time, money or Effort because I'm not sure if this is going to continue past the next three to six months. It's sort of like I liken it to to, to going on vacation. You know, you go on vacation, and at least I do continue to habitually check email, voicemail, and all right. those sorts of things. And then you know, a, a, a couple of days into it, you realize I don't need to do this. I'm I'm on vacation. Yeah. So 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 leaders will need to be intentional about you know stopping the the sort of the conditioned response to short-term thinking. And shift their mindset to just slightly longer range thinking so that, um, you know, their programs perhaps can perform at a, a, a better, slightly higher level, but also um, so that they can, um, you know, not just survive a transition, but really thrive in the transition to make sure that they do finish, you know, strong, hit that, hit that tape at the finish line, but then also be prepared to, to welcome new incoming political leadership
0: the other one that that we were talking about is this executive order on the senior executive service first off tell us what it is and then why it's important
1: so you know the 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 office of management and budget the office of personnel management have put together an executive order that's not it's not yet been released and yet it's it's making a, a lot of headlines these mm-hmm. days Garner, a lot of, it, lot it, of
0: discussion it, certainly
1: yeah and 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 the design behind it is to um, really place a greater emphasis on um, recruiting, developing, and really thinking strategically about the use of the members of the senior executive service, the the government's top career executive ranks. And um, I think that any time you implement something like this at the end of an administration, there's the potential that it may not stick. But there's also the potential that it could have a, a really profound impact and be a sea change for the way that we think about, manage and and, and, and really utilize the, the, the executives in government. And I'm a natural optimist, so I'm actually quite excited about uh, about the prospects. But, um, you know, that will happen presumably within the next two, three weeks. And so um, that's the potential for a big sea change as we go into not just 2016, but again, into, into, into 2017 as well. And I think, you know, th- th- there's something of a, of, a, of a renaissance or a resurgence around leadership and government, again, with the benefit of uh, a little bit more stability, agencies are being more intentional, more thoughtful about investing in their workforce and preparing both uh, the 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 newer leaders who are emerging as yeah. well as helping the existing leaders just be more effective in their jobs
0: and and it's always one of the th- you know certainly one of the things that's going to define 2016 is it's a presidential election year and so it, you're going to have we're going to have a lot of the political leaders uh, frankly leaving um or they all leave come come uh, come next january a year from january and um and, and, but this is also the last part of an administration is it, it always feels like me a real opportunity for an administration to pay attention to things like government HR, which, guess what, isn't going to win you any votes, really, um, <laughs> but is so important to actually being able to run government. And in my humble opinion, this administration has not paid enough uh, attention to government management issues. This is an opportunity for them to do that and maybe have a real lasting change.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. And, you know, some of the criticism around the sort of the early feedback on this executive order is that it's, you know, it's, it's too late. It's the last year of administration. It's the 11th hour. And I liken that to saying, well, you know, I should have started my diet a month ago, so I'm yeah. not going to start it today. Like you know, any any day, any day you start to 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 make some improvement, I think is a good day to start. Exactly. And I I, I view the as same somebody as somebody who's lost
0: 60 pounds. It, whatever day you start is a good day. So
1: exactly. And and so um, you know, just in thinking about um, the the prospects that lie ahead, I do think you know this could be a a, a momentous. Event, um, you know, maybe not within the, the 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 next year, but we could look back on it with hindsight and say, boy, that that was that was the moment that that things really changed, and and where we treated the senior executive service with the 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 real appreciation it deserves. You know, the, these folks are the continuity of government from one administration to the next, are charged oftentimes with significant responsibilities, and um, we need to be, you know engaging in succession planning around these folks to really think strategically about the people we need and how we develop folks. We need to be selecting and recruiting the right types of folks and then providing them with the professional development opportunities they need in order to really succeed in those roles and you know some of that's happening in government right now but it's far too ad hoc it needs to happen on a much more consistent basis
0: one of my uh, still one of my favorite co- quotes and it's a couple of years old now but one of my favorite quotes came from a cto at one of the cabinet level agency and he said 80 of of 80 percent of my problems would be solved if we address two issues hr and procurement um, <laughs> and um and, and I, you know, I always, I that always rings true to me that, you know, we have both those issues that, that are looming out there, a procurement system that just doesn't allow us to buy what we need quickly, and then a uh, an HR system that, that is, you know, was passed 60 years ago. That means it was developed 70 years ago. And what else are we still using that's 70 years old, for goodness sakes?
1: Yeah, we definitely need to keep. Keep, keep pace with the times or at least catch up with the times. You know, to your point, uh, the civil service system that was designed in the 1940s is by no means uh, able to keep pace with uh, the world that we live in today. You, you, you can't imagine uh, a Google or an Apple or any other sort of private sector benchmark organizations succeeding with the system that we have. And so you've got to imagine that we could unleash quite a bit of potential and productivity if if, if we gave our leaders the tools they need to succeed.
0: Absolutely. Tom Fox uh, from the Partnership for Public Service, always a pleasure to have you here.